Blog Talk Radio. Worship. 
Well, I just want to say once again, thank you for tuning in tonight to blogtalkradio.com where I am bringing you tonight uh, the show, A Word from God. It has been quite some time since I have been on the air, but I am back on. I'm just so thankful to God for what he's doing in my life. I'm so glad that you've tuned in tonight to be with me on this first show uh, uh, in probably about a couple of years. So I do thank and praise God for what he's doing and what he has done in my life. I've been through many ups and downs in the last couple of years, but God is a good God, and he has brought me through. So, again, it brings me great joy to come before you tonight here on blogtalkradio.com and to share a word from God with you. Now, after the broad, uh, after the broadcast tonight, if you did enjoy the message this evening, I would like for you to go to our main page and to click follow. And this lets us know that you are being blessed and that you enjoy our broadcast. And I also want to say thank you to all who have been following the broadcast. I want to thank you. Uh, I've had many that have asked me where I am, how come I'm not on the radio, but I'm back on. So thank you for your encouraging words and for your support. I love you all. And then also tonight, uh, after the show, I'd like you to go to my Facebook page uh, to A Word From God. Check us out a little bit and uh, like our page, if you would. And also, if you have uh, any questions or you want to email me and talk with me or contact me, uh, have any information or you want to invite me to speak at your ministry, at your women's group, uh, your prayer breakfast, or if you have a prayer request or if you have some biblical questions, you can email me at a word from God 3 that's a word from God 3 at AOL.com. And I promise you I will get to you. I'm not the best on emails, but I'm really, really trying to do better. But on tonight, we just want to share. Uh, tonight is going to be probably a lot of music, and I, but I am going to share in the word a little later on in the broadcast But I want to talk with you tonight, and I want to put you in a mode of worship. Worship is so important. It is our most intimate time with the Father. God's desire is that we come before him every day. It doesn't have to be morning or noon or or evening, a specific time, but whatever the time you and God choose, for you two to sit and talk and for you to worship him and love on him and let him know how much you adore him and how you reverence him and how you exalt him. That's what tonight is all about. Many of you have had a tough week. Things are, have been really kind of cruel out there. Things are happening in the world. All kind of things are going on. And tonight I just want you to relax and and, and just spend some time just worshiping God. Uh, the scripture says in Psalms chapter 8 and verse 1, it says, O Lord, our Lord, how majestic is your name in all of the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. And then Psalms 29 and 2 says, Ascribe to the Lord the glory do his name. Worship the Lord in the splendor of holiness. 
And then Psalms 95 and 6 says, Oh, come, let us worship and bow down. Let us kneel before the Lord, our maker. And then Psalms 99 and 5 says, Exalt the Lord, our God. Worship at his footstool. Holy is he. And so for the next uh, few minutes, I'm going to uh, just play some music for you just to get you into a mode of worship. I don't care what you're doing right now. Just set aside this time and just enjoy the Lord in worship. Lift your hands. If the songs minister to you, let God cleanse your spirit. Let God cleanse your heart. Let him remove all of that Stuff that you've gone through through the week so that he can give you something brand new as you go through this up and coming week. So enjoy. Hallelujah. Will you help me just open up your mouth and glorify God? If he's done anything for you. Yeah. 
you really need something from God tonight. Listening to me on this record, I don't know what it is you're going through, but God said you can get your breakthrough tonight. Look at somebody say, I'm going to get my breakthrough tonight. Right now. Turn around behind you and say, I'm going to get an instantaneous breakthrough. Now you've been praying and seeking God and fasting, and, but when you ask God, do you really have faith that he can do it? Do you serve a God that is able? Do you serve a God that is strong in my name? Well, if you do, can I tell you how to get your breakthrough? Say, Kirk, how can I get my breakthrough right now? You don't know what I'm going through. You don't know what I've been through. This is how you can get it tonight.
voice. Many of us have forgot that still, small voice of God. We expect for God to come in this big, booming voice, but sometimes he just comes as a still quietness. He doesn't always come in a storm. He doesn't always come in a thunder, but sometimes you just really have to prick your ear to just hear the voice of God. Sometimes all you need to do is just pick up your word, but you need to hear from God. And then he says that nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. I don't care what's going on around me. God, I just want to get alone with you. I want to spend some time with you. And then he said, because it's been a while. It's been a while, Lord, since I've I've just worshipped you, that I've been intimate with you, that I've just let you know how much I appreciate you, that I, I glorify you for what you're doing in my life. I honor you because of who you are. I thank you for the blessings that you've bestowed upon us. We've gotten so busy that we don't even spend time anymore alone with God. And then he said, to worship you, I live. We all have to have that sentiment in our heart. It's to worship you, O God, that I live. It's God and only God. Nobody else matters. We don't worship anybody else but God because God is the only one that deserves our worship. So I hope you're allowing the Spirit of God to cleanse you and to make you whole as you listen to songs of worship on tonight and just allow the Spirit of God to just uh, uh, just move over your spirit, move over your body, bring a calming effect to you. So many of you are so bogged down with so many things. You've been traveling. This is the 4th of July weekend, and you've been traveling, and you're tired, and you're on the road, and, and you're just saying, Lord, I need some rest. I need your peace. I need you to just guide me, to lead me, to talk to me, to straighten me out. Lord, I need you. But, Lord, first of all, I just want to worship you. I want to honor you. I want to glorify you for the things that you have done for me, and not what you've just done, but what you are going to do in my future. So just take this time, these next few minutes again, to just lift your hands, to bask in God's love, to just fall into God's arm, to lay your head on God's lap, and just love on him tonight as we continue. And I will be back uh, after the last songs to share just a small word uh, with you tonight on worship. But just sit back, relax, and allow the Holy Spirit to just bless you on this evening.
are in Zimbabwe. You are Alpha and Omega. We
Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. You know, this next song is... is um, Lord God, that you have given me freedom 
Lord God, that you've given me your love, that you've given me opportunity to learn about you, to learn of you, to live for you. you just, just, just spend some time every day just giving God the glory, giving God worship. You see, um, he, gives us, he gives us a description of the manner of worship that he wants us to give to him. The, uh, the Bible says we are to present our bodies a living sacrifice, meaning we're to give our whole hearts, our minds, our attitude, everything about us is to be presented to God. God wants all of us. We are to give up control of all that we are, and we are to replace the world's wisdom with God's wisdom. And how do we do that? We do that by renewing our minds. How do we renew our minds? We renew our minds uh, with the Word of God. And we're supposed to do this daily. As we begin to renew our minds, change our thought patterns, change our attitudes, things in our life will change, and we will find ourselves becoming less like the world and becoming more and more like him. We worship God with our renewed and our cleansed mind that we get by the word of God. Uh, We don't get this through our emotions only. Uh, Our emotions show how we feel about God, how much we love God, but but a renewed mind shows we give all of ourselves to him. Where the mind goes, our will follows. And so do our emotions. First uh, Corinthians two and chapter verses. I'm sorry. First Corinthians chapter two and verse sixteen says, "We have the mind of Christ." So if I have Christ's mind, if I think like Him, then I if if I think like Him, then I'm supposed to act like Him. Is what I'm trying to say. I'm supposed to have the mind of Christ. However, Christ does. That's what we're supposed to do. We have to think about the things that we do. Is what I'm doing, is it appealing to Christ? Is God pleased with what I'm doing? Does Jesus look at me and say, my daughter, my son, I'm well pleased with you? Or are we doing things that will make the Lord just kind of stand back and shake his head and say, that's not my attribute, that's not me, that's not my mind. Whose mind do you have? We're supposed to have the mind of Christ. And then we have uh, true worship. True worship is God-centered worship. It is not a feeling. It is not music. And it is not how we look to other people when we're worshiping. A lot of times, you know, we get in church and, and we sing a couple of worship songs and a, lot of, a couple of praise songs. And in and, and our hearts, yes, we are worshiping but sometimes we get caught up maybe in the emotion of a song or get caught up seeing someone else uh, worshiping God but 
what are you giving to God? What is coming forth out of your heart? Can you worship God amongst the congregation as well as how as well as worshiping him in 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 the privacy of your own home? Is it is it hard for you to lift your hands and just let the Lord know how much you love him, how much you honor him, how much you thank him, how how, how much you care about him? I tell you I have been uh, spending some time uh, in the last few months just worshiping God every morning. And the Spirit of God spoke to me one morning, and he said, 15 minutes of worship a day will constitute or get us a lifetime of blessings. Because, see, when you go to God in worship, you're not going to God asking him for anything. You're just going to God with a heart full of love, with a heart full of praise, with a heart full of joy, with peace, being free in Christ, and you're just going to him, thanking him and adoring him. You're you're laying before him. Uh, you're bowing before him if you can get in those positions. If not, you can lift your hands. And if you can't do any of those things, you can just lift your spirit up and just say, God, I thank you. I praise you because of who you are. You see, nobody deserves the worship but God. Nobody has done anything for you. But, God, it was Jesus who died on that cross for you. Nobody else, not your mother, not your father, not your family, your friends, your your best friend. It was Christ that got up on that cross, and, 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 and the nails pierced his hands, and, and the nails pierced his feet, and, and they put a crown of thorns on his head and pushed it down to the blood ran down into his face and down into his beard. And then they ripped the beard off of his face and before they put him on the cross they beat him and 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 they spat on him and they laughed at him and they mocked him and they did every type of humiliating thing that they could do to our lord and savior jesus christ so he alone he alone is the one that deserves our praise no one else he's the only one that deserves our worship let me kind of explain worship to you and praise to you in this in, in this little um, uh, 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 thing that God showed me. Um, anybody, I, um, I'm. Uh, many of us are married, or, or yes, many of us are married, and uh, people can walk up to your spouse and they can say. Oh, you're such a good person. You're such a great person. You're such an uh, uh, awesome person. I love being around you. You're cool. You're this. You're that. But there's only one person that knows your spouse intimately, and that is you. And you have a way of going to your spouse in a way that no one else can. That is how it is with uh, us here in the world. Anybody can praise God. Anybody can say, God, I thank you. Anybody can say, God, I love you. Anybody can say, God, you're good. But only a true worshiper, those that know Christ, those that have the Lord in their heart can truly worship him because it's a connection and it's an intimacy. Uh, there's the saying that says, into me see, and that's what God does. When we spend time with him, 
he looks into our spirit. He looks into our heart, and he sees that we really love him. He sees that we really care about him. He sees that our heart is full of joy, that our heart uh, is, is our attitude is right towards him, that we're walking upright, that we're walking in righteousness. And when we do these things, when we are standing before God in worship, I mean, we don't even have to ask God for anything because when we worship, when somebody who you spend time with, who you're connected to, who you're uh, intimate with, they want to do things for you. They want to bless you. They want to be there for you. And that's how God is. Many times we spend a lot of time begging and pleading God to do stuff for us in prayer. And, and, and we need prayer. Don't get me wrong. We must pray. We must see God's face. We must go before him and see what it is that he has for us, what what he wants us to do, that he can uh, direct us down our uh, the path to take us to our destiny and our purpose in life. But worship gets you so many benefits. Worship gets you everything that you've always desired from God because he loves you so much and he he wants to bless you. And I, I have I have uh seen through my time of worship the blessings of God on my life. And it's not because uh I, I haven't been praying for certain things, but as I begin to worship God, he just began to pour out his love and his blessings on me. So worship must come from the heart. This is the way that God designed for man to worship him, that it comes from the heart. Worship, as I said earlier, is only reserved for God uh, and not for anyone else. We worship because God deserves our worship. Don't worship out of obligation, but worship because you love and adore him. Oh, well, you know, maybe I need to get up here so I can get up and go worship God, and then i got to go do this. If it's that, it's not coming from the heart. It's just a ritual, something like you feel like you got to do. But when you just wake up in the morning and you say, God, I love you, God, I thank you, God, I worship you, God, I adore you, and you just begin to just pour out your spirit unto God, your whole day, I guarantee you, your whole day will go so much better. And then true worship is not what we just do in church. We don't just worship God in church. Don't just worship God when you get to church where everybody else is looking at you and everybody say, oh, wow, look at her or look at him, how they just worship and praise God or, or your, your singing is so good or, or your praying is so great. But do it when nobody else is looking. Do it when it's just you and God because that's what it's all about. One of the songs says, it's been a while since I've been with you. I want to hear your voice. I long to be with you. Let there be a longing in your heart. When you miss that time of worship, you will feel that, and you're like, oh, my Lord, I, I've, got to, I've, I've got to go and worship God. I missed my time with God this morning. It is so it is so special. It is so awesome when we worship every day, when we spend time. We are spending time with the creator God himself. 
the awesome one, the ruler, the king of kings, and the lord of lords, the alpha and omega. We actually have audience with him. He doesn't say, wait, we don't have to uh, 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 go into his office and his secretary says, well, God is busy right now. Uh, Can you wait about 15, 20 minutes and he'll try to work you in? No, every time you step into the throne room of God, he is right there to meet you. You don't have to wait. He doesn't turn you away. He doesn't uh, 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 say, look, I've got five minutes and that's all I can give you. As much time as you can give God is as much time as he will spend with you and more. It is truly important. It is so important to worship. It is also through obedience that we worship God. We must know God in order to worship him. Worshiping God is to glorify and exalt God before everything else. I'm going to ask you this week to take some time. The song that we just played says, I'm coming back to a heart with a heart of worship. Do you today have a heart of worship? A heart of worship. Is your heart truly turned towards him? Is it truly turned towards him? God is so good and he loves his children. And he loves you. He loves you so much that he died on the cross for your sins. And for those of you that are out there that maybe you say, I don't know God that way. I don't know if I can uh, worship God like that. I, I, I've, I've never met God. I don't know anything about God. What you're saying to me is kind of foreign. I have heard of God but I've never felt his presence. I want you to know that Jesus died on the cross for all of your sins. The altar is always open to you. And right now, at this this broadcast, right now, this is the altar for you to come and, and ask Christ to come into your life. You may say, well, Evangelist Becky, I... I don't know. I, I, I've, I've heard about the Lord. I've heard about Christ, but how do I get to meet him? It is so, so simple to meet the Lord Jesus Christ. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have eternal life. Hallelujah. Jesus died on the cross so that you could have eternal life. He died if if there had not have been anyone else, if there had not have been anyone else on this earth, Jesus would have come down and he would have died for you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Uh, Romans 5 and 8 tells us that God loved us so that when we were yet in our sins, Christ came to die for us. While we were yet sinners, while you were yet a sinner, Jesus came and he looked down through the time and he said, I see that young man, I see that young woman, I see that, that boy, I see that girl, and I'm going to die on the cross just for them. We don't deserve anything that God has done for us, but he did it 
because he loved us. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. We have all, we are all sinners. None of us came here pure and perfect. We all came here with a sin nature, but our sin nature can be changed just by asking Christ to come into our lives. The Bible says in Romans 6.23, For the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus our Lord. The, the, your sin has already been paid for. You have been purchased. Um, with the blood of Jesus, by Christ you have been purchased. You don't have to pay for anything. Everything has been done. All Christ is saying to you is receive this gift that I've, 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 I've uh, given you. Receive the gift of salvation. Receive the gift of faith. All you got to do, Christ is standing at the door and knocking on the, on, on the door of your heart. And he's saying, will you open up the door and let me in? Because I love you, I died for you, and there's nothing I won't do for you if you'll just open up and allow me to come in and sup with you. Well, then you might say, well, uh, Sister Becky, Evangelist Becky, how do I get Jesus into my life? And it says in Romans 10, 9 and 10, that if you confess with your mouth Jesus as Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart a person believes, resulting in righteousness, and with the mouth he confesses, resulting in salvation. So all you've got to do is just pray a prayer. Ask Christ to come into your heart. Ask him to forgive you of all of your sins. Renounce those things that you've done in your past. Now the devil will be upset at you for giving your life to Christ, but don't worry, God has more control than the devil. He's got more power than the devil, and there's nothing that the enemy can do to you because you'll have Christ in your life. So confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised Jesus from the dead, that Jesus came and died on the cross for you. Not only did he die, but he arose victorious, and by him raising up victorious, that means that we can live a victorious life also. So I just want you to pray a prayer with me, and I want you to pray that prayer, and I want you to mean it from your heart, and mean that, and, and, and I'm not going to say you're going to cry, or you may not feel anything, but you, if you mean this, this, this prayer from your heart, things are going to change in your life, and so I'm just going to ask you to pray this prayer with me. And um, once you've prayed this prayer, I will ask that you will uh, uh, email me and just let me know that uh, you received Jesus Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. And I will try to get some literature to you or uh, find a church in your area that you can go to, a good Bible-believing church. But let's just pray. And I want you to pray after me. Father God. In the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Father God, I no longer want to live that life that I used to live. I don't want the burdens that I've I've been carrying. I can't carry them anymore. I'm asking you, God, to come into my life, 
Come into my life, Jesus, and save me. Cleanse me from all unrighteousness. Teach me how to walk in your way, and I will forever give you the glory. In Jesus' name, amen. And if you meant that prayer from your heart, and if you believe that Christ died on the cross for you and that God raised him from the dead, that means that Christ is now living inside of you. And things are going to change. I would ask that you will go and just get your Bible, buy your Bible, um, uh, begin to read. I, I like to tell people to start in the book of John. I, I think it's a simple uh, a book of understanding, and you can understand what you've gone, what was just happened in your life. Find you a good Bible-based church, one that teaching the Word of God. Uh, and if you have any questions about anything, you can email me at a word from God three. That's a word from God three at aol dot com. And I will answer any questions if I possibly can. If I don't know um, the answer, I know others that will. And um, um, I just want to say welcome into the family of God. Um, you are going to experience some new and wonderful things. You're going to experience the love of God. You're going to experience uh, God making changes in your life. You're just going to go through, you're going to uh, have a lot of great changes in your life. And so, again, I say welcome, welcome, welcome to um, to the family of God. And I'm telling you, I, I, I remember when I first got saved, and at first I didn't feel anything. I, 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 didn't, uh, I didn't cry. I mean, just none of that. But as the week went on, I began to notice that some changes had taken place in my life. The one thing that that I really did that was really bad was I had a, a potty mouth. I, I used a lot of profanity. And I noticed that as the week went on, that God just took that completely out of my mouth. I, I, I the, the cursing just stopped. And it was such it, it it was so profound because when I realized that I hadn't cussed all week and things were changing in my life, it was then that I knew. I said, "Oh my God, I truly am saved!" And so, I mean, it was just a wonderful experience for me. Your experience might be different, but we just give glory and honor to God. And once again, I want to say uh, thank you for tuning in tonight. It has been a while since I've been on the air, but I pray that you were blessed on this evening. I pray that the Spirit of God uh, spoke to your heart. I just want you all to know that there are better things coming for each and every one of you. I want you to know that the best is yet to come. Don't give up. Don't give in. Don't give out. Because God has got something better in store for you. God loves you on this evening. He loves you. And if nobody else has told you that they love you, I want you to know Sister Becky, Evangelist Becky Collier Hagler, loves you. Give me a, 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 a shout-out uh, on, on the email or, or go to um, 
a word from God's um, Facebook page and just give me a shout-out. Um, let me know if you're enjoying the broadcast. Uh, it's, it's so good when I hear from you guys. And so I just want to say the best is yet to come. And thank you for tuning in to A Word from God on blogtalkradio.com. I am your radio hostess, evangelist Rebecca Collier-Hagler, saying thank you for joining us. May God richly bless all of your endeavors for him. See you next week. God bless you, and good night.
Do that, go ahead, get those on. 